This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Gateshead nil, Wrexham 3. Wrexham go top of the league and deservedly so, a really good performance, although they had to work for it. Gateshead's manager, Mike Williamson, said before the match, Wrexham are a winning machine. And, well, we really lived up to that because this wasn't a 90-minute domination by any stretch of the imagination. It was a first half where Gateshead showed a bit of quality and a bit of heart and Wrexham had to dig in and wear them down. But then in the second half, Wrexham got their rewards. So, one change to the Wrexham sides that won at Maidstone with Sam Dolby back on the bench, Ollie Palmer able to start. And although there was a little bit of a near miss in the second minute when Ford knocked a long ball down the right and Marshall making his second debut for Gateshead on loan from Aston Villa last season, there was their keeper when they got promoted, made, made a drama out of nothing, really. And it wasn't the only time. Long ball forwards, like I said, by Ford. Mullins chasing it. Marshall just has to step out the box and, and get it clear. But instead, he wants it to roll to him in the area so he can pick it up. And as a result of him hesitating like that, Mullen was close to beating him to it, which could have really left him in a bit of a hole. He did a similar thing later in the half when he could have stepped up and just hit the ball clear without any pressure, wanted it to go for a goal kick. Palmer nearly got to him. Um, yeah, his lack of confidence on the ball with his feet contrasted with, as my lads pointed out to me, he was in the away end, what a hero, um, earlier in the season when Langley was in goal for them and his confidence drawing players onto him and then knocking the ball out accurately to feet was a striking feature of Gateshead's play as they tried to pass the ball out from the back. They kept the ball down on the floor of Gateshead, they moved it around well and with the threat of Elliot and the energy of Campbell up front, they caused Wrexham issues. Now, Wrexham defended well, kept them at pretty much arm's length, but certainly there's no question that in terms of possession and pressure, Gateshead had the better of the first half. Wrexham, ironically, also looked as likely to score and did have a couple of good spells. There weren't many opportunities in the first half. 18th minute, Lee doing really well, turning, scooping down the line. Mullen sweeping in a great cross on the left-hand side. Palmer, six yards out, got up really well, but had a centre-back backing into him. And although he won the header, he could only direct it into the hands of Marshall. Close range, but you couldn't blame Palmer. The defender got back, and, and Palmer did well, really, to, to get any level of control onto his header. But yeah, Gateshead were working the ball around well. A little sloppy pass by O'Connor allowed Ollie to feed Elliot down the right channel in a good shooting position. He drilled it in powerfully, but Howard stood tall at his near post and tipped it over. A couple of minutes later, Wrexham had a good chance. A super break down the right by Mullen, who span Pye. Pye jumping on his back. Mullen rather cutely ducked underneath. Pye hurt himself as he landed, but it wasn't Mullen's fault. He broke down the right, played an early square ball, and Palmer managed to get goal side of his marker, Tinker, to be all on his own inside the box, right down the middle, but his touch just let him down. Tinkler did put him under a bit of pressure. To be fair to the defender, um, Palmer felt that it was illegal pressure. It wasn't, uh, and a good chance had gone. And then a moment that, you know, could easily have gone the other way and, and changed the match. In the last minutes before the end of the 45, Conte breaking forwards well, feeding the ball into Campbell, who was in a really good shooting position again down that right channel. 
Howard did really well to get down and save it. Crucial save by Howard as well. And Wrexham went in level. Now, the thing is that although Gateshead actually had a shot and goal at the 20 seconds of the second half when Campbell scooped the ball on the turn inside the box and put it well over, the game would now turn in a different way. Gateshead's energy when they were pressing was, was terrific. And like I said, who knows? If they got a goal in that first half, it might have just changed the dynamic. But they didn't. Wrexham generally, apart from those two moments, held them at bay comfortably. And really, Wrexham, I think, wound, wore great Gateshead down. They ground them down. And Gateshead, in the second half, just couldn't get quite the same intensity of pressure on the ball going. And Wrexham, therefore, were able to set up camp in Gateshead's half, move the ball around and create chances. It was... It was a, a, a sort of quite calculated, cold-blooded, impressive performance by Wrexham. And in the second half, well, Wrexham made hay and maybe could have scored more than the three that they managed. First opportunity came after a lengthy spell of pressure. Wrexham popping the ball in from a toes of throw, which never fully cleared, came back in again. They got a couple of corners and eventually the ball was fed into the box and O'Connor on the turn 10 yards out didn't quite get hold of it an easy take for the keeper but moments later O'Connor robbing Conte and feeding a good ball to Ford on the right Ford feeding it in towards the edge of the area Mullen did brilliantly because the ball seemed stuck between his feet but then with very little back lift he managed to dig out a powerful strike towards the top right corner great save by Marshall who managed to lunge and push the ball around the post but Wrexham kept pushing. Gates were struggling to get a, a foothold. They were struggling to get hold of coherent possession. And Wrexham were on top. And eventually the goal came in the 61st minute. And again, it was Toza. Toza hurling the ball in. Marshall came into the crowd, but not with a great deal of conviction and, and got a bit of a wishy-washy hand to it. It dropped loose. One attempt to clear didn't work. A second attempt was catastrophic as the defender tried to smash it away from the goal mouth, hit a teammate, and it arced back towards goal up in the air. O'Connor got up, and knowing that Marshall was still further away from the goal than he was, intelligently just uh, just looped a little header into the under the bar, knowing that the defenders couldn't reach him. O'Connor's sixth goal of the season Fair play to him, that's an excellent return. Credit to Gateshead, straight from the kickoff, they could have equalised. Ball fed into the box, and Elliot spinning just couldn't quite get a proper contact on it and put it wide from fairly close range. But five minutes later, it was pretty much game over at 2-0. Mullen this time on the left-hand side at the end of a nice move, pulling it back to Lee from the edge of the box. He drove in a shot. Marshall could only push it back in the direction it came from. And Ollie Palmer stepped up on his birthday. And in his 75th match for Wrexham, 75th as it was, knocked it home. Simple finish. And it really put a spring in his step. You know, I mean, he's he's had injury problems the last few weeks. But you could really see the lift that goal got him. It's got to be said, he scored six goals in his last 12 games. That is not bad form. Um, but you really could see him feeling a little bit of a weight off his shoulders as he knocked that one in. And he immediately started causing problems. There was another moment of promise when Lee, on the left-hand side of the box, turned Tinkler beautifully. The poor guy, well, I mean, he was still left facing the wrong direction. Ages after Lee had scampered away to the goal line, he dinked in a chipped cross at the far post. Mullin set himself, and from a tight angle, tried to do a Van Basten. And the reason why Van Basten's goal in the 88 European Championship final is so amazing is because it's incredibly difficult, and even Mullen could have managed it. He launched a volley, but put it off target. 
Gateshead wanted to fight back. 13 minutes left. Elliot hit an outside-of-the-box shot, which went over the bar. It was a powerful contact, but never dipping down under. Um, but the fact is that unlike the Maidstone game on Saturday, where Wrexham let Maidstone back in the game, we never looked like letting Gateshead back in the game, really. Uh, Luke Young said that we had to learn our lessons from that match, and it, it, we did. We looked comfortable. We had other chances. Ford sweeping it across. Lee managed to get between two men about 15 yards out with a diving head. They didn't quite time it right, I think, and so Rob headed it into the ground, and it just bounced up an easy take for Marshall. There was... A late opportunity when Story, the centre-back, as Gates said, were starting to commit players forwards with more desperation. Struck a good, powerful shot from 25 yards. It came through a crowd, but Howard got down comfortably to save it. Before in a second minute of added time, Wrexham got a third. We'd made three, two subs by then. Dolby on for Palmer, James Jones on for Lee. And it was Dolby who caused the problems, doing really well to win the ball and set up Mullin. Between the centre-backs, he accelerated between them and smashed the ball with power past Marshall to make it 3-0. He was immediately drawn off so that Cannon could make his league debut for Wrexham. But this was another comprehensive performance. Like I said, had to work for it in the first half, but Gates says just lost that little bit of zip and energy and against a side as calculating as Wrexham and as strong as Wrexham, it's when your levels just dip a little that we're able to punish you. Looking at the individual performances, hats off to Mark Howard. Good performance that. I mean, Rob Layton's return uh, to fitness has certainly put a little more pressure on Howard and he responded crucially here with a couple of very important saves. So really well done. The centre-backs were good. I thought Hayden was very impressive uh, in the first half. He, he won a few important headers. He was decisive intercepting a couple of balls and reading and the ball and, and stepping in to break plays up too. Toza was strong and reliable as ever, and his throws seemed to be causing more problems than ever, frankly, to defences. He really enjoyed having the slightly unorthodox Gateshead International Stadium to play on because it gave him an unlimited run-up across the running track. The first throw he took, he got into the seventh lane of the track. Uh, he didn't take quite such a long run-up again, but he was, oh my goodness, he was loving running in like almost a javelin thrower before hurling the ball in. And then Tony Cliff again was solid enough. The two chances came down his channel, but weren't necessarily the consequence of any error that he made. Wingbacks, Ford continues to look in superb form on the right hand side. He really is. <clears throat> Breaking forwards effectively. He beat his man a couple of times, just bursting past him for pace. It was an impressive performance, and he has good end product. And he also, I thought, did well a couple of times defensively when he was left isolated. I feel he's a very good one-on-one -on -one defender. He's good at closing down that space and just stopping players from getting crosses in or getting past him. Ford's a class act, as we know. On the left-hand side, McFadgen again was prickly and aggressive and got forwards into good positions. Again, maybe didn't quite hurt Gateshead as much as he has hurt teams this season, but it was another good performance by him. In midfield, O'Connor... Well, look very good. Apart from quite apart from his goal, uh, again smooth in possession, gliding over the pitch, looked a, a a real class act. Luke Young again was a, a bundle of energy, and I've noticed he started making those James Jones like circular runs outside Ford now. The adaptable player Luke Young did really well to to sort of fit into that part of our game plan, and Elliot Lee on the left hand side again 
has converted himself into the ultimate creative box-to-box midfielder, hasn't he? he? He puts it in such work. It was one tackle in the first half that was outrageous as he went. He went in quite early, but still got to the ball. Um, and some of his skills, setting up chances, beating players, again, just was worth watching over and over. Up front, Palmer, I thought, did well from the start. Winning headers didn't get as involved in the first half, perhaps because we weren't getting him enough service. But in the second half, his domination in the air was more effective because we were finding him a better service. He scored the goal. He did very well, Palmer, and should be very pleased with his efforts. And Mullin, who we made man of the match, I mean, he deserved that goal right at the end, but his work rate was outstanding. He was a constant threat. He could have scored a couple more, but was unfortunate and was a real example to the rest of the team in the way that he he puts the team first, even though he clearly is an extremely talented and important player. So great stuff. Wrexham win, and we move on now to the huge cup tie. Gosh, how exciting that is. I do want to say something about Gateshead, though. Um, over the course of the two matches, well, quite frankly, they've been one of the better teams that we've played. There are certainly teams a lot higher up on the table who haven't given us anything like as much trouble as they did. I mean, if you remember, at the race course, they had a player sent off, Story, the centre-back, and still kept going, lost 3-1, but it was a terrific effort by them, and they played some lovely football. They played some good football in this as well, and Elliot's gives them a bit more of a cutting edge. He wasn't able to find a target this time, but you can see that they have goals in them, and I sincerely hope, because they're a good club, with excellent fans who play nice football and deserve more points, I think, than they've got looking at them. I really hope that they're able to pull themselves out of the relegation zone because certainly from what we have seen this season, there are plenty of sides who deserve to go down ahead of them. So great performance by Wrexham. Big Cup tie on Sunday. Remember, you can listen to it live on Wrexham Player. Get in touch using the hashtag AskWrexham. The AskWrexham podcast will be out on Friday. And also, if you want to enjoy things further there'll be all the usual good good stuff coming out of the media team after the Sheffield United game but with the final score of Gateshead nil Wrexham 3 I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC that rhymes this is the final whistle podcast for the Wrexham AFC media team